There's a drive in Kelly for like serious self-worth. Get curious about sex. I'm not only going to woo my partner, but I'm going to woo myself. And then meditate. I'm like, oh my God, I'm a monk. You're not always in control. And it was like pride, not have periods, not have emotions. I'm going to need to feel everything. I found in those shattered pieces my truth. We're just piling more shame and judgment on top of the original problem. You're sick. Your body's revolting against you. Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegalovirus. These are things that can be simmering on you that you don't know. And they're the trigger for your problem. Making the connection between your mind and your body, your emotional needs. That is how we heal. You're listening to a Soul Fire Productions podcast. I'm terrified right now. (laughs) Oh man. I've been putting this off for a hot minute because I knew I was going to sweat and be super antsy and twiddle my thumbs and feel super awkward. Um, Where do we begin? I feel like I have been dancing around this subject in a lot of areas of my life, in my own head, in my own body, but it became more prevalent in realizing that it's something that I deeply need to talk about and address because in the interviews that I've been doing lately, and conversations I've been having, I feel like I have been avoiding being honest. And it's my own fear of being judged. And it's my own fear of coming to terms with who I really am. And damn, that can be scary, as we all know. And I have been battling this in my head. And as I have thought through it, worked through it, allowed it, gotten curious about it, talked to Connor about it. I kept thinking in the beginning that I I owe this to everyone. I have to tell them what I'm going through and what I'm experiencing, that it is my obligation to share. But what I've realized is that it's actually not my obligation and I don't owe you anything, but I owe this to myself to see every part of me, to love every part of me, even when it's uncomfortable and new. And in order for me to really accept myself and love myself, I want to be comfortable with acknowledging things I don't fully understand and embracing the unknown. And I talk about that a lot on this show this box that we put ourselves in. And we believe that this is how it's supposed to be. We believe because society and our parents and our environment tells us that this is how you are. This is how you should act. This is what your life should look like. And guess what? That's not how my life looks. And I've been processing that for a lot of reasons. I quit my job and I moved away. I'm very spiritual. I channel, I talk to spirits. Uh, work with plant medicine in a very, um, I wouldn't say normal relationship. And as I've like worked through all of those layers, I've gotten more comfortable with it. I'm like, oh, this is just who I am. And then these things came forward and I realized that this was going to be a little, a little more of a challenge, a little deeper for me to work through. So now that I have danced through this for three minutes and 33 seconds, Let's get into it. I'm bisexual. There we go. (laughs) Feels really nice to say to you guys. (laughs) Also makes me want to cry. I was really mad at myself when I realized this. 
And I fought it because there was uh, this voice in my head in somatic healing with the, the therapist I work with. They call it the voice. And the voice in my head told me that I was disgusting and wrong and that I should be ashamed of myself and that I would be disappointing everyone in my life and that I was disgusting. So when I first sort of started exploring this, that's what was coming up for me. And damn, that is uncomfortable and does not feel good. And I felt like someone was yelling at me in my head, telling me horrible things about myself. And I remember one day I was sitting with Connor on the couch and all of a sudden this voice started talking to me and he and I had been talking about it and things had been coming up around me being attracted to women and wanting to experience that. And this voice just out of nowhere, I, I mean, it was so loud. It was like this screaming darkness and I got up and I felt possessed and I was walking in circles and I told Connor, I'm so scared right now. I literally want to pull the hair out of my head. I want to rip my skin off and crawl out of my body. I can't even be in my body right now. I'm so disgusted with myself. And that continued on and off for months. This realization happened when we were still living in LA early in our relationship and The more we talked about it, the bigger it got. And it really became all I could think about. And we got here and I would go between I'm good and this is fun and I'm excited to talk about this and to be open about it and share. And then it would go to this darkness and this judgment and this feeling of being ashamed and like no one would like me anymore. And I had created this persona for myself for so long that I was this perfect girl with this perfect life and had the job and the friends and all the things. And then that kind of came crashing down and I was sick and then I quit my job and was going through a very public lawsuit and all of that. And this just felt so much bigger than all of it. And I thought, okay, well, everyone for the most part, well, not everyone, many people have accepted me in all of those things. But if I come forward about this and I talk about what's been going on behind the scenes, the real truth, my truth, I'm going to be shunned because I really believed that this isn't something you do for most of my life. I remember growing up, I I was thinking about this earlier as I was getting ready to record this. I didn't know what bisexual was. I didn't know people were bisexual until a couple years ago. There's just not in my realm. I didn't, I didn't know that I knew anyone who was, I'm sure I knew plenty of people. So I just, I didn't know a lot about it. I felt misinformed. I felt confused. I didn't know it was even an option very much like the rest of my life. A lot of things that I'm doing now, I don't even know, or I didn't even know were options at the time. And As you guys know, as you've heard me in the evolution of my experience and my growth, my control really dictated everything for me. And so I probably never felt more out of control than coming forward about being interested in women and acknowledging that to Connor and then letting the chips fall where they may. So out of control, so chaotic in my body. 
So, so much of the work I've been doing over the last few months has been allowing, allowing, just allowing myself to feel what I want to feel. And if you've been reading my Instagram posts, though few and far between, I know I'm not as active anymore. It's mostly because I'm like trying to figure out my life. I have been referencing this in very roundabout ways. And I posted something, I think it was in December, and I talked about a couple things. One, creating stories and living in fear of things that haven't happened yet. So my thing was, well, if I acknowledge that I am interested in women in a sexual way, that means that I'm going to end up having to break up with Connor and I'm going to be in a relationship with a woman and my whole world has fallen apart. Or if we are with a woman together, he's going to want to be with her and he's going to leave me. These are the fears that I have been living in, in my head and the stories that I've created about things that haven't even happened yet, which was keeping me from allowing myself to explore more because I was so scared of all the unknown. And I also felt something and it felt really good. And then I would talk myself out of it and not allow myself to feel the thing I wanted to feel because it was inappropriate or shameful or unacceptable by whoever else's standards that I'm living by. At this point, I don't even know anymore. So I realized that in judging myself so harshly and keeping myself from the feelings I wanted to have, I was keeping myself in a box. The box that I keep telling you to take a step out of. The box that I keep encouraging you to understand you don't have to stay in. There was a part of me that was still in there. And so over the last, I would say, six weeks, I have really opened up to the idea that I can finally take this last step out of the box. I can finally show you who I really am. I can finally talk about this and be comfortable in saying that this is my own feeling. These are my desires, my experiences, my curiosities. And I really love myself for them. I just got full body chills saying that. I don't think I've ever said that before. I, uh, I sat with the mushrooms on Saturday night because I've been feeling like I wanted to record this episode, but I was really scared. And I thought, maybe I'm not supposed to talk about this. Maybe I just keep this for myself and Connor. And this is, you know, our thing. And maybe it's not the right time. What if they don't like it? What if I lose listeners? What if people think I'm gross or there's something wrong with me. And so I sat in our ceremony room by myself and took myself on a journey. And what really came forward for me was that this is what I'm meant to do. And I kept hearing, who fucking cares? Who fucking cares? It doesn't matter. Do what makes you feel good, but tell them. And that's what I've been kind of feeling is like, man, I just want to do this thing and I want to feel good and I want to be open about it. And I want to share with others because if I have felt suppressed and unwilling to see this part of myself for however long, what about everybody else? No one tells us that this is possible, let alone natural. And I learned during my somatic therapy 
a lot about this. This is one of the biggest things that I dealt with. And as many of you know, Connor and I went through the program together. A lot of his experience was about me and my experience with this because it made me so insecure and made me really judge myself and so many of my own fears projected on him. So I've spent the last six months and I'm continuing in that therapy with Heike and Jonathan Hudson. And one of the biggest things that I realized is that Heike has been so incredible at helping me understand this. There's a spectrum of curiosity for women. Well, let me back up. First of all, threesomes are the most fantasized about experience there is. And when I had first heard that, I was like, well, of course, all men want to be with two women. Like, what the fuck? Duh. And then when I looked more into it and talked to Heike about it, I realized that it's actually women who really desire that. It doesn't make you bisexual. It doesn't make you gay to want to have a threesome. Maybe you are, and that's cool, obviously. Hey. But what I have learned is that women are attracted to other women in a variety of ways on a very large spectrum. And there's a curiosity there about what it would feel like to be with another woman. That makes sense to me because if you have boobs and I have boobs, I understand you. And my acknowledgement of your body, your beauty, your personality, your flair, your quirks helps me acknowledge myself. We're all mirrors for each other, right? So if I go into a scenario, even in a non-sexual romantic way with another woman, she is my mirror. And if I acknowledge and celebrate and find joy and beauty in her, it's just me acknowledging that within myself. And for so long, I hated women and I hated myself. I hated being bullied by them. I always wanted to be accepted by them and never felt like I was. I wanted to be acknowledged. I wanted to be held. I wanted to be seen. And I didn't get that. I also didn't acknowledge or see myself, which I am now realizing in talking about this is me acknowledging myself for the very first time to my core, to my core. And so when I talked to Heike about this, she said, this is an opportunity for you to connect to the feminine, to the goddess within you. In celebrating another woman's body, you celebrate yourself. And by ignoring that and suppressing that for so long, I was keeping myself from myself. I have talked about this a couple of times. When I did ayahuasca at Soltara with Connor last year, I went to my soul home during one of the ceremonies and I saw this beautiful purple and pink and blue place and everyone was energy, including me. I was like this blob of energy and I was laying there on my mat connected, the most connected I've ever been. And it was all feminine energy. And in that ceremony, my intention, which I've never said before because I danced around this, was... Show me why I am attracted to other women. And that night I went to my soul home and I realized that my energy was connected to feminine energy. And there is an understanding and an acknowledgement that no man would ever understand or experience that no man could ever give to me in that place. We were one. 
and we were beautiful and fluid and of pure love. And I had never seen women that way. And I had never felt accepted that way by women. And I didn't even know that was possible. So when I came home from that, I started to see women and even just my friendships in such a different way. And look, I'm fucking human as shit. I have insecurities. I will always have insecurities, as will all of us. I see other women who have more than me and I'm like, oh, I'm not doing a good enough job. I'm not enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't have this. I don't have that. But then I look at them and I think, wow, how beautiful is she? How successful is she? Look at all the things she's done. Look at the impact she's having on the world. I am so proud of her because she is me and I am her. And in seeing her fully, every part, I see myself and I show myself compassion and grace and love in ways that I never have before. I was having a really hard time with this a couple months ago and I called two of my closest friends, Tiffany Louise and Laura Holloway. When I called Laura, I was an absolute wreck. It's all I could think about. Connor and I were just ad nauseum all the time and I, I feel bad looking back, but also I don't because this is a big deal for me. <laughs> Anyways, I was like, I need to stop processing this with him. It's just not, he's, he's in it. He has a stake in this. He lives with me. This is our life. So I called Laura and I got all of those voices out of me. And I just said, I feel like I'm disgusting. I feel like people are going to hate me. I feel like this is wrong. There's something wrong with me. I'm bad. And she just talked me through how okay I was. And that it was normal to have these feelings and that I wasn't bad and I wasn't wrong. And that just because I grew up having a certain belief around what life and relationships were supposed to look like didn't mean I had to execute on that. I could do something different. And that was one of the most important conversations I've ever had in my life. One of my best friends who knows more about me than most people sat there and just listened to me sob. As I battled between two people, this old version of me who looked a certain way, who believed a certain way, and this new version who had expanded and blossomed into a beautiful woman who was finally seeing her truth. And the old me telling the new me, you're wrong. And what Laura helped me realize was that the old me had just been trying to protect myself and I didn't have to shun her. I didn't have to cut off that part of my life. I could blend them. I could bring sweet, young, naive Kelly along for this bisexual ride. <laughs> and that it was okay. And that we could grow together. In acknowledging the fear and the confusion that this other part of myself had. Again, it was acknowledging all parts of me, the judgment, the fear, the darkness, the confusion with the unknown of this new world I wanted to explore. This new part of me I had never met before who was screaming to come out. And I just kept pushing her down. Nope, 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 nope. 
we don't do that. That's not okay. That is gross. You are with boys. So I came out of that conversation with so much strength and clarity about who I am, who I was, and how I would just bring it forward. And then I called Tiffany Louise, who is a therapist. And if you haven't heard her on the show yet, my goodness, please listen to those. She is one of the most important people in my life and has helped me see myself and Connor and our relationship in the most beautiful ways. And again, an understanding that there wasn't anything wrong with me, that I was okay. And I loved what she said because she asked how Connor was with all of this and how it was going. And I told her how fucking magnificent he was being about it all and open and kind and patient and loving, sometimes frustrated and sometimes confused himself and helpless, not knowing how to support me sometimes. But she said, you're so lucky to acknowledge this and to share this with him, how beautiful that is. And that I wasn't obligated to tell everybody. She actually urged me not to. And I'm really glad she did because I was going to record this podcast two months ago and that probably would have been a disaster because I was not in a place to share this. And she really urged me to continue talking to people that I could trust and share with. And then I didn't have to do this alone. And then exploring this part of myself was brave. I remember when I first talked to Connor about it, I was so uncomfortable. And it started as kind of a joke and then it wasn't. And then I freaked out. And I thought, who am I becoming? What have I done? And I really wanted to be honest with him about my fears and what I was excited about and what I was curious about. And we started talking about it in a way of sharing fantasies and desires and in like playful, sexy time. And then we were talking about it in the middle of the day about what was coming up for me. if I found a woman attractive and how that made me feel. And the scared feelings that were coming up because of it. I didn't know, even without this aspect of me, that you could share your desires with your partner. Even the taboo ones that you're not supposed to say that you think about. I remember telling him for the first time that I, when I watched porn, it was only girls. Like, really? I said, yeah, that's what I like. And I never really thought about it growing up, but that's all I ever wanted to watch. And I remember having crushes on women, but didn't really understand it. And as soon as I would become vulnerable enough with someone, or if I had a friendship with a woman and I didn't feel like she chose me as her friend, this is totally platonic, but if I didn't feel like she chose me or... I wasn't like the one for her, I would totally sabotage the friendship. And I think looking back, it was because I had feelings for some of these people and I didn't know, or I knew and it scared me and I was like, and we're done. And I remember I was with a girlfriend of mine and we were really drunk at this party. This was probably like seven or eight years ago. And we slept in the same bed as a lot of girlfriends do. Not a big deal. But the next morning she said to me, do you remember what you did last night? And I was like, no, we were, we had drank a lot of tequila, which apparently is 
what I need. (laughs) She goes, you were trying to make out with me and you were like cuddling with me. And I was like, what? She said, yeah. She's like, it's fine. Like, whatever. I just didn't know you were into that. And I was like, oh, but I'm not. I'm totally not. I must have been so drunk. Like I had no idea what I was doing. Yeah, clearly, definitely into that. And I shoved that experience away and I never told anyone about it again until I told Connor and I started putting the pieces together and I started realizing that there were these little signs and little experiences that led to this point that I kept ignoring. I made out with a couple of girls in college and I fucking loved it and it was so hot and it really turned me on and I pushed that away and I was like, absolutely not. And as we talked about it more, especially recently, I realized that it's not something that I could just think about. It was something that I needed to experience. And I'm not going to go fully into this because we are launching our brand new show, OK Babe, tomorrow. And in that show, not the first episode, but in a couple weeks, we will be talking more about this and our experience of this together. But we ended up having a threesome with one of my best friends and it was one of the best nights of my life. And I was so scared and I was like, what am I doing? This is bad. Panicking. This is my boyfriend who I love more than anything in the world. I want to marry this man, but like, I also kind of need to do this. And we did that together and it was so opening for me. I was so present and It was like, I knew exactly what to do. I knew exactly what I wanted. I knew exactly how I wanted to feel. There was so much communication and connection. And I panicked for sure after because I was like, oh God, what did I just do? And I remember him looking at me and he's like, everything's good. Like, it's okay. We're good. Did it feel good? And I said, yeah felt really good. I said, okay, it's all good. And I ended up having my own experience with her about a month and a half later. And I was alone with another woman for the first time. And again, it was like my heart was beating out of my chest. I was so terrified, yet it felt so right and so natural for me. And I just kept thinking, I can't believe I waited this long to allow myself to feel this way. And the experience that I have with Connor and our connection and our communication and our sex and our relationship and the life that we are building together is so magical and so powerful. And he holds space for me in the masculine in ways I never knew were possible. And what he gives me and does for me is irreplaceable. And I want to be with him. He is everything. He's the person I'm going to marry. He's the man I'm going to have babies with. But I realized that there was something missing for me and being held by a woman with the love and the care and the nurturing that only we can provide has shifted my whole world. I'm having an out-of-body experience talking about this right now. It's seeing myself in a whole brand new way, fresh. It's coming home to myself. It's allowing a kind of pleasure I had never had. And in experiencing that with him, our communication has become so incredible. 
and our fears and our anxieties and what we want and our desires, it's all out on the table. Because in order to have this experience, to be in the relationship I have with Connor, one that I admire and respect so much, means everything has to be laid out. There are no secrets. The insecurities and the fears and the unknowns are all there. And something comes up and there's a trigger and we talk about it. I get nervous about something, we talk about it. I have had so many freakouts about this. Not that he has handled it perfectly, but we have grown so much from the very beginning, the first time we talked about this. And the other day, I was freaking out again, and he grabbed me, and he just held me, and he said, what's going on? Are you scared because you like it, and you don't think you should? And I said, yeah, I'm scared to like it, scared to be that girl scared to admit this is who I am, yet I've never felt better about myself, life, and my experiences, and my ability to be open to all of this. I didn't want people to see every part of me because it meant they would know I wasn't perfect. It meant that there were parts of me people would see that weren't all together, that were messy. It meant that if I showed all of me people might leave. As I'm recording this right now, I haven't talked to my family about this. Some of my closest friends don't know. And I'm at a point where I just can't care about that anymore because this is my truth. And I'm sure before this episode comes out, I'm probably going to have some conversation so as not to scare everybody on the internets. (laughs) But I talked about this with Connor at the end of the year. I only have so many fucks left to give. And I can't put all of them into this. And it's funny coming to Colorado because in LA, only a couple people knew. And now that I live here, it was like starting fresh. No one knew TV Kelly, the girl on the sidelines at the Dodgers game or the Laker game. No one knew this life I had built and this persona. No one here knew me when I was sick. So I walked into this new life in this beautiful home we have with our sweet dog and my incredible man and our new friends. And I found myself at coffee with strangers saying, I'm bisexual and no one batted an eye. And actually many of my girlfriends here are also bisexual or have been in relationships with women and are now in relationships with men or have just been curious and had the experience and allow it to be open if they want it, but choose to be with men. And it was like this whole world opened up for me where I had different perspective and different options. You guys, I lived so black and white. There were only, there was only one option. You do it like this or it's wrong. And now I'm at a fucking buffet (laughs) and I, I don't live in the black and white. There's this gray area where the options are endless and you make a choice and you do a thing. And if it doesn't feel good, you don't have to do it again. But there's an openness to trying things I've never tried before because I can and I want to. And I'm willing to let the parts of myself that I had hidden for so long be seen and play. I didn't let myself play and I didn't let myself have fun. It had to be structured. It had to look a certain way. This is how you do it. And that is it. And that doesn't serve me anymore in any aspect of my life. But what I've realized in becoming honest about who I am and my own sexual desires is that every part of my life has opened up. My options for what I want to do in this life are endless and not restricted 
to what I thought it had to be. It doesn't have to be a way. It doesn't have to be the path I set out on 10 years ago, five years ago, one year ago. My relationship with Connor has evolved immensely because I am more open to experience. And I am with someone who holds that space for me to go. He always jokes with me because in our ayahuasca ceremony in Soltara, I saw and felt him tell me to take up all the space. And I felt myself take up all this space in the Maloka. And my energy was so vast and so big. And I grew and I just expanded and blossomed into the woman I knew I was, but I was so scared to show. And now in this, I'm doing the same thing. I believe in my relationship because of our communication and our willingness to allow the other person to be who they are. Connor laughs at me about this all the time because he's like, it's not a big deal. It's fine. Like, just have fun, play, like, go do. You want to hook up with a girl? Go hook up with a girl. Like, I'll be at the grocery store. (laughs) And I'm like, how could you say that? What the hell? Like, we're not in that kind of relationship. He's like, yeah, but we are. (laughs) I have never been more curious than I've been in the last year. I've never allowed myself to feel as much as I have felt. I have never been as honest or true to myself and willing to show you who I am in all parts, regardless of your opinion. And this conversation is so important to me because I don't want you to feel like you have to hide yourself from yourself or from the world. You deserve to have the life and the pleasure and the joy you want. Connor looked at me the other night and he said, I don't know why you're freaking out. You have it all. And I said, that's why I'm freaking out. We get everything we ever wanted and then we self-sabotage. And I know that's what I was doing. I have all of the pleasure I could ask for. I have all of the connection. I have all of the love. I have all of the honesty. I'm showing all of myself. And that's scary, but I've never felt more free. And I want that for you. No matter what it is, your desires, your hopes, your dreams, your goals, the things that scare you, the things you want, being willing to even admit it to yourself, so important. We hide behind these veils of fear and we have these beliefs about ourselves that are not even ours. We take these stories and these ideas and we run with them because we don't know there's another way, but there is. You have a choice to take the power back in your own life, to have the experiences you want as vast and as big as you want to allow your desire to be heard and seen, to let your body feel what you want to feel. I heard so clearly who fucking cares. It doesn't matter. Do what makes you feel good, but teach them. I care so much about our community and my whole belief system around this show is to share with you as I'm going through experiences, as I'm grappling with things, as I am working through difficult moments, as I'm shedding identities and beliefs and letting go of what was in order to search for what can be, what is my truth. I don't have all the answers and I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is that I have an immense amount of love and respect and joy in my life and a pleasure and connection with my own body that I've never had. And I'm not willing to give it up and I'm not willing to stop it. And all I can do 
is to surrender and allow what is meant to be, to not fight the feeling I enjoy or want to have, to not fight something happening because I'm scared of an outcome that hasn't even happened, closing myself off to experiences because I believe that it's going to be something. What if it is? What if I like it? What if I like the thing that I wouldn't allow myself to even try? I don't want to die not having experienced life fully without having tried as many things as possible that I might like because then I'm closing myself off to the beauty and the joy of life. My life and my relationship doesn't have to look like anything. It doesn't have to have labels. It doesn't have to be something for someone else. Under this roof, Connor and I choose what it looks like. In my body, I choose what it looks like. A willingness to go there, a willingness to try, a willingness to get curious and have experiences that bring me joy and pleasure. That's all I'm aiming for. I'm not obligated to do anything. I choose myself. I allow myself to feel this and whatever comes of it is what comes of it. But I don't stop myself or keep myself from it because I did that for a long time and it didn't work. And the black and white didn't work. And this gray area of play and unknown makes me feel so free and brings so much excitement to my life. The voice comes back and it tells me I'm wrong and bad. And sometimes it makes me spiral and sometimes I believe it. But every day I am one step closer to letting the noise go and the old patterns and beliefs and choosing myself now in this moment fully as who I am. I tell you guys these things because I trust you and I respect you and admire you and love you. I truly do. And I hope you feel that and know that. I put this off because it didn't feel right and I was really scared. And I feel so much relief right now. (laughs) And I just want to thank you for listening to me and for holding the space and If I made you uncomfortable, I'm not sorry. My job isn't to make you comfortable. Thank you for being here, for being open. And I hope that in your life, whatever it is that you need to be honest with yourself about, whatever you need to come clean over or allow yourself to feel, I hope that you do that for you. Because let me tell you something. The other side is fucking rad and you can do this. You can do hard things and you can allow yourself to have it all. Till next time. Thank you all so much for listening to The Kelly Show. If you haven't yet subscribed, be sure to do so now and head to ratethispodcast.com slash Kelly to leave a five-star review. And as a bonus for doing that, if you send me a screenshot of your review before you submit, I will get you a little thank you gift in the mail. All right, we have another juicy episode coming for you next week, so stay tuned. And as always, if I can support you in any way, please reach out. Remember, I'm just a DM or an email away. See you guys soon.